When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, gang? It's the weekend, so you know what that means. It's podcast and show time. Pat's here. Kev's here. Samir's here. I'm here. We're going nuts about this game. Me and Kev get into a screaming match. We've got a guest from across the pond. We've got outtakes galore. It's going to be a great show. We hope you check us out. By the way, follow us on Twitter at Corner Booth Pod. Also on Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. And search us on Facebook, Corner Booth. It's going to be a great show. Get ready. Check it out. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Hey, uh, Jared, wake up real quick. Uh, this is to promote our international football. They yeah. don't care. You're American. <laughs> You're not giving a shit about soccer. Yeah, well, Jared, we need to work on getting some international viewers. That's why we brought Kate on. Also, this is a last desperate attempt to shoot my shot. She's cute, so we got to bring her on for that reason. But we're just trying to trying to increase our international footprint. That's all we're doing. Yeah, as I almost Super Bowl weekend. Why don't you explain to me what the actual difference is between rugby and American football? Because at the moment, all I can tell is that you lot wear pads and it's a lot more stop and start. And there's a lot more of vertical. The ball goes a lot farther down the field. So it's it's a lot more stop and start because we have set every time's a set play pretty much. Um, But also passing is a thing. That's not really a thing in rugby from what I've seen. Yeah, in rugby you can't pass forward. You have to always pass back. Basically, the rugby is army football, Kevin. Triple option, baby. That's what I'm about. <laughs> uh, Kate, you don't get that reference, but army football basically runs a triple option every time, which is uh, you you fake the handoff to the fullback. If you don't like what you see, you'll run it, and then if you don't like what you see, you pitch it to your uh, halfback. They or basically play rugby. You have a, or you might have a wide receiver who's running like a slant, and you can get it to him before the big guys in the front get like more than two yards downfield, if you're lucky. Basically, it's it's rugby with a two-yard th- forward pass. That's their offense. All right, oh. you know, now that we're talking about rugby, I think it, I think it's time to move on to our Super Bowl picks. Oh boy! Uh, let's, oh man! Can we just get started about this because, like, literally, I'm gonna have to edit the fuck out of this episode later. Oh, this is gonna be hate you. This is gonna I be might, terrible for you to edit. I might actually this strangle Kevin. Don't have to edit it. Just release it as it is. Kevin, we actually are getting serious viewers now, and my I my name is on this when it comes to editing. So, like, if it doesn't come out semi pristine, it's on me. So, yeah, well, guess what? We have we have an English person on the podcast. So. That elevates as objective Who's... about the Super Bowl as you can get, because I've really, I've got no horse in this All race. Right. So <laughs> I guess I will finally uh, resurrect myself from my slumber just now, and we'll start talking some pro football. So, 
Super Bowl 54 or 55, 55, 55 kicks off in no, about 54. 54. Okay, 54. Yeah, Super Bowl 54 kicks off in about 48 hours exactly. Um, the five C Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, it's 55. I'm wrong. It's 55. I fucking hate you. The Super Bowl <laughs> the Buccaneers, five C from the NFC. Honestly, kind of a Cinderella story a little bit because they were kind of no. No, they went to no. Parsi, wait, they fell in love. They're not a Cinderella story. No, no, what you're about to say. <laughs> Let me finish. It's not a Cinderella story at all. It was all. a dodgy parenting element right to it. it. it shed in the water in the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. This is you not a Cinderella story. <laughs> First off, they have been, I think they, Samir, correct me if I'm wrong here, they have been underdogs in every single game they've played this year in the playoffs. No, they were favored against Washington. That yeah. doesn't fucking yeah. count. It's the NFC least. Sure. Okay. But besides that, yes, they were. Yeah. They. Yeah. Our team threw a game to get the, the Redskins in the playoffs. <laughs> God that damn. That doesn't count. Okay. Um. But against New Orleans, I know they were they were underdogs, and against Green Bay, they were definitely underdogs. So I will consider them Cinderellas to a fault because the Chiefs are the defending champs. They basically fell asleep for the entire first half against the San Francisco 49ers last year. And Mr. Goodchin, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, with overthrows, bad throws, and bad play calling, and a choke job of play calling from Kyle Shanahan, gave it right to Mahomes and the boys. But this year it's a little different. Tom Brady is usually the one catching guys choking. So I will say, and also I have I have some I have some stakes in this game. Uh, one of my favorite childhood players, LaShawn McCoy, is a member of the Buccaneers. I would love to see him win a Super Bowl. One of my personal favorite players right now, Leonard Fournette, who was considered a bust by a certain mustachioed man drinking a beer right now. Um, he's he's um, first off, ball. that is a, a bourbon and coke. Second off, he is a bust. You do not take a guy. Fourth overall to win a Super Bowl That's with another dumb team. team that took him. That's not on him himself. The guy. The problem is they've had no offensive lines entire career. No, he's still not. A, he's still a bust. Yeah, he's got so, poor vision. I'm sorry. So the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> are idiots for taking Leonard Fournette fourth overall, just like the Oakland Raiders are idiots for taking Jamarcus Russell first overall. So he's a bust. Still, Fournette's still gonna earn a new. Co- Listen, we. I will leave if he goes to his new. Co- he's a. He's a one year deal, right? He's a free agent after the season. He's going to be the primary back on Sunday. <clears throat> if he earns another contract with a Buffalo or a Chicago or one of these teams that needs a number one back in like a two-back system, and if he owns it, I will defend this man. But if he sucks, Kevin, okay, I will admit so guess, on paper guess, that you are right. What, Jared? This is no, what you dream Jared, of. guess what? What's guess that? what? What? You do not take a man – Fourth overall to be part of a two-back system. You take him to be the back, the premier three-down back. You don't take again, him going, that means more hey, Jacksonville if we goes get on another that. running back, he's going to be a good player. No, you take a guy fourth overall to be your every-down back. Leonard Fournette is a bust. I want to get him on this show, and I want you to tell him that yourself. I'll tell that. No, fuck that. Fuck on the show through Skype. Get me him in Kevin's person. Kevin's getting a little bit emotional. Hell, maybe you need to just This is a debate. This is a debate. Caitlin has in this, seven, out for eleven. <laughs> yeah, Kate. This has been a, a yelling match between Kevin's face. 
I'll tell Leonard Fournette to his face that he's a bust. And my favorite clip of his is when Ruben Foster fucked up his life on a kick return. (laughs) I I will say Fournette's like that. What like he's at RB one point five. He's not quite good enough to be your RB one, but he's a little bit better than your RB two. He's in that like middle zone. Pat, I have a question for you. I wouldn't take him in the top 15. No, if that's what you're about to ask. Kevin, thank but, you. Like he had a choice of where he got drafted. Yeah, I mean, it sucks yeah, for him. Like, it's, it's, he's, he's honest. The problem, well, why I'm rooting for him so hard if you, if we didn't go into the screen match here, is because this dude is a victim of a shitty organization that I hope to God moves to London. Because Shad Khan's a fucking crook. One, two. Why are you sending him to us? We don't want him. Because you guys will probably do better than Jacksonville will. Two, thank God Urban Meyer's there. Doug Marone's a fucking moron. And three, like the poor guy was basically the blunt of every joke when the problem is he's running behind me and Kevin blocking for him, basically. All right, first off, let's be honest. The Jacksonville Jaguars are essentially the London Jaguars. They play over there so often. They play more games over there than they do at home anyway. If there was any London team, yeah. Second of all. Hey, they play in the Spurs stadium. You'd like him, but. Coys, baby. <laughs> he was drafted by a bad organization. Okay, was David Carr not a bust? See, those are the bu- the problem is I won't call him a bust till he's out of the league, or at least if he's been cut by multiple teams. The problem is I would have labeled him a bust if he wasn't having a great playoff run. I'm not saying stat numbers wise, but the key plays, his run against Green Bay hey, was one of the greatest uh, runs Jared, I've seen. No, last Jared, 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 Jared. Is he having a great playoff run for the organization that drafted him? Doesn't fucking matter because they're never going to make the playoffs ever they're again. Anyway. I'm not calling him a bust. <laughs> if you draft a player, you expect him to be a great player for your organization. Chris Carter, Hall of Famer, a bust because he was horrible for Philadelphia. Then he goes to Minnesota. His whole career turns around. Fucking Hall of Famer. Yes. Chris Carter was a bust of a draft pick. Bo Jackson was a bust. He was a horrible draft pick. He was taken first overall. And then because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fucked up his college career as a baseball player, he is a bust. See, we went two different directions there. They had a first overall pick on him, and he had to go to Oakland. We agree. It's on the organization 90% of the time. Yes, he's still a bust. Okay, so I will hope to God Fournette goes the route of Chris Carter. So we'll go that route of bust in Kevin's book. Moving on. All right. So what everyone's been, everybody who knows like me around like town where I go, who knows I have a podcast, listen to the show. They've asked me the same 15 questions this 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 week. Who do you got? Who's going to be the MVP? Yada, yada, yada. I go down the list. It's like, I, I don't I really want to, but that's basically what it is. So this game to me, guys, basically comes down to three things. One is the super energetic, super almost crackhead energy level defense of the Buccaneers going to disrupt and do basically what the Cleveland Browns did, but actually finish the job. Or are we going to get a repeat champion for the first time since New England in 2004? where basically the Madden team known as the Kansas City Chiefs will win. Because basically that's what I compare them to. They are not a NFL team. They are a Madden roster. 
Even their but even their like rotation guys are good players. That's terrifying. That also comes out of coaching, but still talent. But Kevin, since I know our argument got you a little jacked up, are are you are you here? Are you good? You ready to talk a little bit? I feel like yeah, from that I'll, angle, I'll he kind of looks a bit like Pablo Escobar. I called him Escobar last night. Let's go. We're making Absolutely. that stick. <laughs> Dude, like as long as Leonard Fournette doesn't come up, I'll talk. All right. I hope the guy scores three touchdowns this weekend. I really do. Um, Kevin. And so, guess what? If he scores three touchdowns, he's still a bust for the Jacksonville oh Jaguars organization. Oh, Lord. Okay, okay. So moving on. What is your thought on this game, Kevin? Um, I think the Chiefs have so many weapons. They have Hill. They have Kelsey. They have Robinson. They have Hardman. But I've learned never bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. 28-3, to it don't matter. Man will put up points, and he will win you the game. Give me Tommy B. Give me the Buccaneers, baby. Samir. I've been racking my head over this. I, I've i gone back and forth. I've found a place where I can put money on the game. I'm thinking i got to put money on someone. I don't know who. But I'll say now, I'm taking Mahomes. I think the Chiefs will win. I think Mahomes knows that he needs to win this game. For his legacy. And I think... I just think that the weapons are too strong. It's gonna... I mean, we we watched the first game. Tyreek Hill put up fucking like 300 yards in the first quarter. He's absurd. They will find a way, no matter how hard you try, it's inevitable. They will find a way to exploit your defense. You can't play a certain way against them because they will figure out some way to beat it. And when you have the most skilled quarterback that I think I've ever seen on a football field running the show, it's going to be hard to stop. I'm sorry, are you saying Pat Mahomes is the most talented quarterback you've ever seen? It's either him or Rodgers. I've also had that take. Yeah, I w- like pure talent, yes. Because like Brady isn't pure a- talent. Pure Brady's athleticism? Like pure athleticism? Is that what you're talking about? There's a difference between being no, a winner there, and being There's a, a difference between, yeah. Like, like in Rogers in terms of athleticism, Cam Newton is a very Lamar athletic Jack- quarterback. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's very athletic, but yeah. he's not a he's not a skilled quarterback. In, in terms of pure quarterback talent, I do think Patrick Mahomes might be the most talented quarterback we've seen. Although I do have a take about Patrick Mahomes. That is, but you're, you're talking like when not. it comes to like fundamentals, right? Where it's like you know, if you have to throw like X many yards, like this kind of route, like Pat Mahomes takes it over Brady. Right? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. see. What, I, yeah, I see what you're saying now. The yeah. no-look throws as well. The throwing from every kind of arm angle. The mobility. The the ability to get out of the pocket. Throw on the run. Off balance. Cross body. Samir, you are 0-3 against the Bucks, So you're going to die on the sword? I'll die on the sword. God I damn love it. it. I love it. All right, Pat. Dude, I, before before me and our international soccer. Oh, my pick. What, what, buddy? That makes me even more confident in my pick. Oh, there you go. Is Pat, no, pick the Chiefs? All right, Bucks are winning. Yeah, best two right, things we're slamming 100 on this one. Let's go. Pat, which, what are you going with? So, uh, Samir and I have actually been pretty decent as far as, like, predictions this postseason, especially uh, championship games. Um, 
but this is where we differ. Hmm. I I will never count uh, Tom Brady out. I'm not yeah. counting him out. You I, can't count him out, but whew. like it's hard, right? Like where it's like every every part of me is like, oh, Casey's the better team. Casey's absolutely the better team. And then I remember who Tom Brady is as a person. Tom Brady has made a career of just hate fucking like the opposition. This is what he does. You're like, oh, Tom, you're the 199 draft pick. Okay, I'm the starter for the New England Patriots, and I'm gonna win six Super Bowls, and I'm gonna go to nine Super Bowls, and now his tenth Super Bowl. Yeah. I will never count Tom Brady out because he's an absolute competitor. He's a freak of nature. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is really personal, but I when it comes to like actual idols in life. There are about two that I have, Alexander yeah. Hamilton and Tom Brady. And it mostly comes down to if you're just <laughs> bad at something, just get good at it. Like, if you want to be good at it, just get good at it. And that's what the two of them have done. And that's, like, for the sake of this conversation, that's basically what Tom Brady has done. He was a very average quarterback in college. You know, it's not like he was the starter from the beginning. He had to earn that right for, what, like, a couple games in Michigan and then happened to get picked up by new England and then happened to get the starting opportunity in new England and then happened to become the greatest of all time. But it's just because of his like determination. Mm-hmm. And I think all right. this season so. has taught us Tom Brady just wants to piss people off. Tom Brady just wants to literally be the undoubtedly greatest of all time, because for some reason people are still saying Tom Brady isn't the greatest of all time. And those people might be dumb in your opinion, in, in my opinion for sure. And that's how I feel, is that Tom Brady is just going to hate fuck his way into this Super Bowl win. And into the vocabulary a Super Bowl here is incredible. I think I've been you might sim- have reached your limit on the amount of times you can use that in one argument. I've been saying the phrase Tom Brady hate fucks the league, hate fucks this, for so long. I'm, but it's true. I mean, if there's anybody who has a vendetta against the NFL, Tommy is number one. For a man who has literally done what Michael Jordan did to basketball and basically been called a villain for his entire career, this man's got a vendetta against the NFL like nobody else, and he's going to do it this year. There's a possibility. At least he's got the drive for it. But our international soccer correspondent, Kate, who is your pick for the Super Bowl? I didn't even know who which teams were in it until you guys told <laughs> that's me. Why this, that's why this pick is so important. Tom Brady plays for the Bucks. Yeah, I sort of want to slide against him though, just to wind you up. Oh, do it, do it! I dare you. Well, it sounds like the Chiefs have got a solid team out, they and do. I like rooting for someone that's not the big, well-known player. So. Oh, shocker! Them. The English person doesn't want to root for the underdog. Seventeen seventy six. Shocker. Eighteen twelve. We England. still won because we're still a country. You carried England. off fighting even though the war was fucking over. Didn't y'all like look, invent look soccer? Like at, no. Kate, look at it this way. The the Chiefs, everyone thinks they're gonna win. They have the fire. That's power. not true. Samir, what's they the have the weapons. Right now in the game? They uh, have the firepower. They have the weapons. They got some speed on the outside. They're Britain. Tom Brady, they're the Bucs. They're slow. They don't have the kind of weapons that the Chiefs have. For some reason, people think that, even though Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, even though Mike Evans can't play in a big game, uh, people think they're slow. They can't keep up with the Chiefs. They're America. What happened last time that matchup happened? Yeah! (laughs) All right. 
So, Kate, what is your pick then? I'm going to pick Kansas just to wind Kevin up. They (laughs) like Tom Brady. They aren't from Kansas. They're actually from Missouri. So, yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't point them out. I I recognize it's Kansas City. Missouri. All right. All right, so now it's time for me to get animated, but I'm like Kevin, I'm not gonna start screaming. Wait, right. can I give my can I give my take about Patrick Mahomes real quick? Yeah, give it up. Uh, in four years, Patrick Mahomes is gonna show everyone that he's an average quarterback. I can see. I, that happening. No, I think that's not. And then in four years, we'll see if you're right. So I I, I watched Patrick Mahomes highlights today. You watch? Oh, Kev, watch film, guys. I'm so happy about this. Uh, do you want to know what I noticed? That there's a lot of no-look sidearm throws. Half of his touchdown passes have True. been he shakes off. And look, shaking off a tackle is impressive from an NFL-level defensive end or defensive tackle. However, he shakes off a tackle and then finds a guy wide open downfield. Patterns is not that good a quarterback. He has fast receivers. And he has real, a really good arm to bail his ass out. Or Travis Kelsey underneath. Put him on the Patriots. Uh, Patriots go 10-6. and six at And best. a second-round exit. Yeah. It, if they go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs, they're getting bounced in the wild card round. All right. Patrick Mahomes is not that great a quarterback. He needs solid weapons around him. And guess who else is like that, allegedly, according to the media? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. He had to bring a Bama at some point, boys. Mac Jones is a solid quarterback. Someone should draft him, put some weapons around him. And Joe Burrow's overrated. He's Jake Coker in a pass-first offense. I'll talk about this on Tuesday. All right. My pick time. I host the show. It's my pick. All right. So, so I thought you were going to go to last call. That's what I wanted. No, no last call today. Last call is after the Super Bowl because it's the last call of the football season. Um. Tiebreaker. Here's the kicker. I look at this game and it really, really screams something's about to go crazy. One, you've got a possibility of weather. Two, you've got a bunch of star players on certain teams talking about this might be the last game. It's not just star players, but like prominent name players. You have everybody and their mother picking the damn Chiefs because they are the Vegas. uh, Samir, what was the odds, by the way? Chiefs favored uh, by three and a half. That's actually really low. I thought it was going to be way higher. Well, Vegas is getting Vegas well, is getting scared. You know what? But Honestly, the Bucks are home. Like the Bucks are home. The Bucks are they're at home. home for the Super Bucks Bowl. are really at home. Yeah. There's going to be fans in the stands. What oh everyone God. also forgets is weather doesn't scare the goat. He is one tough bastard. Does he complain? Yes. But is he one tough dude? Yes. The Buccaneers also have one of the most underrated offensive, like, personnel I've ever seen. Like, they look like a Madden roster of, like, the guys you don't really want right away, but they're good. And Kevin, to Kevin's point he just made, yes, Patrick Mahomes on film looks, if without how good a talent he has around him, is not the quarterback messiah the NFL makes him to believe. Honestly, Patrick Mahomes is a top 10 talent, top 5 talent, maybe. But what scares the fuck out of me is that... Having elite receivers makes you apparently quarterback Jesus. So I will say this. I am getting some real 2017 Eagles energy out of the Buccaneers right now. It just seems like it doesn't matter what the fuck happens, they are going to win. And right now, I just, it's Tampa Bay to me. 
My like I got I got Fournette scoring two touchdowns just for his boy Kevin over here. I got Murphy Bunting picking off uh, Mahomes, and I've got Shaq Barrett is going to be the key player in this game. That that defensive line for the Buccaneers is going to be in Mahomes' grill. What did the the Cleveland Browns do the entire game against them? They hit Mahomes. They hit him hard. That's the way you beat Patrick Mahomes. It's not drop seven guys in the coverage and just hope to God somebody get, picks off a pass because he'll improvise or run around, throw a ball across his shoulders, behind his back, between his legs, whatever. He'll still complete it because his receivers are overpowered. But the way you beat Mahomes is you hit the bastard. You hit him. It's it's like the movie Rocky. You, you hit him. You don't dance with him. You hit him. So here's the thing. Shaq Barrett, JPP, the seven-finger wonder himself, Dominican Sue, the dirtiest player in NFL history, and I think Vita Vita is their other defensive tackle, right? Yep, Vita yeah. Vay. Vita Vay, one of the best names in football. And those super fast linebackers and that really underrated secondary. I love Tampa Bay in this one as the dirtiest, nastiest, meanest upset. Give me the Buccaneers to win the first Super Bowl at home in NFL history. And for who the fuck is going to do it? Mr. Seven Rings himself, Tom Brady. I love it. I'm rooting for Tom Brady. That's terrifying. I've only done that twice in my life. I just like I I don't like I don't understand people who just don't want Tom Brady to win because like jealousy. Like, oh well, it's, it's like yeah, it's jealousy. It's like but like he left New England. Like he went to a whole new system. And granted, he went to like a whole new organization where they decide like we're going to sell out for a Super Bowl this year, anyways. But he it's like from, he went from like Northeast to Margaritaville, basically. He's in like uh, he's in like a pre-retirement home with uh, his, yeah. his vets. <laughs> like let the dude have his fucking like golden girl years. I like, want him to throw like five and a half, five touchdowns and just like go off, like just yeah. light it up. Like, Here, like I want to like, point something out by the way that I find funny. Yes. Every great quarterback in NFL history, they're like, oh, just hit him. They, that's how you throw him off. Like, well, like Mahomes, that's really the only thing. The problem is if you can actually get there to hit him. Well, the Buccaneers actually have a great pass rush where the Bills, who had an okay one, decided to, like, drop all their guys back and nobody hit Mahomes the entire game. He was sitting back there throwing darts. He literally just sit there and was just chilling. He could have started playing beer pong with his annoying-ass wife and his even more annoying brother and just being like, all right, guys, I'm going to throw a pass. Fiance, whatever. She that, that woman has the screeching voice of a damn cockatoo. Um, but, like... The the worst part about this is is that the Buffalo Bills won my Super Bowl picks. I'm a little bitter right now. Two, they got so gun shy because they're oh we got we're playing the big bad Chiefs. Like the Chiefs are not a heart are not a be- unbeatable team. The Chargers, the Chargers who fired their head coach had them within a possession. It was like a three point game, wasn't it? It was like yeah, a exactly. goal, right? With a rookie fucking quarterback who I I you know I will take credit for said it was gonna be the rookie of the year and uh, I kind of did call that one, but. Uh, um, Kevin, that was just that was just that last one. Uh, oh. Yeah, I know that was because of me because I just. Two of them. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, well, Jared's busy sucking his own dick. Uh, Pat, I am not gonna do your suggestion. Pat texted me during this. Um, however, I I texted as well. Kate, I, I I feel like I have not officially said this. I've. Mm-hmm. Tiptoed around it. Kate, will you marry me? Do I have to answer now? Or? <laughs> um, no, you have time. You you can think about it. You can think about a way to say no without hurting my feelings if you want. Oh Lovely. My God. I'll send you a letter. Just don't <laughs> even right, cool. Thank you. 
Shannon. I'll, I'll send you my address later so you can send it to my house. Yeah. I'm never giving you my address. I don't want you to get my address. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> like, oh, my I, God. That's perfect. I, you know, I, I just feel I should formally ask, and so you can formally say no. Oh, my God. That was great. <laughs> Very formal. Oh, yeah, you know exactly. what? I think it's I do better great. than a letter. I could probably telegram it, just so it's really formal. What is this, 1925? You're going to telegram me a letter western yeah i think you had the working phones at that point pal yeah but not a lot of people had them yet which was a transcontinental also just you know you know telegraph western union or whatever so i want to get that out of the way i wanted to ask that that was a perfect way to end the show actually exactly now you You should have just had him asking and then me being like get on one knee real quick or All right, so she's not going to answer that question. But now when Samir tweets this out, he can say, like, he had a proposal on the corner booth. (laughs) It's a big day. It was a big podcast and chill. My first ever proposal. Kevin, you get Haley Steinfeld on here, I will propose on air. I will work on it. You can have have your second rejection on air. (laughs) Whoa! All right, Listen, so I am a very charismatic so guy. I'm that fine. Would actually be All right, come on, boys. Who are your top picks? Who else are you asking? That would be the third corner booth rejection, by the way. Who was the first? Uh, Brianna Pierre. She, oh, yeah. Who actually grew up around the corner for me, which I think is hysterical. I went to the same gym as her for like two years. I got actually, you know what? I, I feel like we got to make this really formal. Oh, here he goes. Kevin, go get, get on the ring pop. I don't, I don't know. pull a hamstring, Grandad. <laughs> See, she keeps turning brownie points with me, Kev, because she's got better comebacks than you do. We'll just get on a knee real quick. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that's, that's on board. It, it, yeah, that's well, first official... hiding just below the camera. Just yeah, exactly. It's a... Uh... It, it, is it your Alabama class ring, pal? Oh, no. It's a cross. Oh, God. Yeah, you need Jesus. Bring the Lord into this. <laughs> you don't want to see that. Look, I'm proposing marriage. That brings the Lord into this. Now, I, I did legs today, so I don't want to get up, so I'm just going to be on my knees the rest of the show. Be honest, you pull the muscle. You're stuck down there for the night now, aren't you? Look, Kate, we don't need to tell people why I'm doing this. Like Everyone <laughs> knows why. Like, I... I would have to crawl downstairs to eat dinner after this, but yeah, it's sure, lunges. Yeah. You know, you gotta train the muscles. <laughs> Listen, Kate, I'm just so proud of him. He's working out consistently, so like this is like a big moment for Kevin. <laughs> That's one lunge down. You got, he's got to get up again. And no, honestly, his workouts have been pretty, his have been pretty thorough from what he's told me. So like, I'm actually pretty proud of him. Yeah, exactly. So personal so growth, yeah, Kate. This is what you need to see out of him. Kevin is a new man. Exactly. I'm willing to grow as a person. He's growing. Our, and the only thing is I will not try to make a height joke about this. I was going to say, who was going to say it? Listen, there is Kevin, I think you need to send her the, the picture of me giving you like a nogi on vacation because I'm like four inches, five inches taller than you. And I really, that's where the short joke started because that one picture. But it's okay. Uh, fair. No, but you know, that's a legitimate offer, Kate. If you decide... In 20 years, that the daily life's not working out, and you know, just shoot me a yes. 
Nice to know that you think I'll be, you know, still single at 44. No, I don't think that. <laughs> well, don't yeah, worry. I've already divorced you at that point, but might hit you up again for a rebound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, like, come on, I know you. I know you're not the kind of person who wants to get married very quickly. No. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We talk. I know. So, you know, Kevin's if got something happens. He's got a long game yeah. plan here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Long con, I guess. Playing the long game here. You know, we can long spend con. our nights watching James Acaster and Daniel Sloss yeah. watch some Jimmy Carter being sexist. You know, it, it it's fine. I I only understood one name at an entire sentence just now. Which one? Jimmy Carter. <laughs> also, guys. Oh, um, Carter, not Carter. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I don't know. know those names. I'm losing president. a friend essentially for content. He's just name dropping now to try and get up those international viewers. We're like, let's drop some British names. Those are more for brownie points to you than international viewers at this point. All the international viewers (laughs) that may or may not be interested in British comedy. Ignore all of Kevin's suggestions because they're white bread. (laughs) It's okay. You got to give me some some other British comics to watch. God. I feel like, to be fair, I feel like you guys would do well with, like, the sort of panel show setup that you have more in the UK. Because it's kind of I similar think, to the sort of podcasting way I of doing it. I was doing a thing in America. I'd be so bad at it. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, ladies and gents, that w- that wraps up maybe the most interesting corner booth I've ever done for podcast and chill eight by the way Pat. let's oh. get on somebody that knows fuck all about american football right before the super bowl listen this, i honestly like when kevin said a surprise guest i was 99 percent sure it was you or it was the big guest he's been trying to get on his podcast forever and they only said they could do an interview today um so it was 99 percent sure it was going to be miss across the pond and kate uh-huh. thank you for coming on honestly it was a blast having you not only rip Kevin to shreds a couple times, but also getting to actually meet you because Kevin's talked so highly of you. Um, to Kevin, my man, you have grown exponentially in my eyes today. And that's not even a Hobbit joke. Good job. Um, Pat, the marketing wizard, as always. Thank you. And Samir, thank you for putting up with us for playoffs. You have really jumped into D-Day and you have kicked ass. So thank you. So uh, I, I thank you. one thing out real quick, though. Yeah, buddy. One more thing. I have I have spoken to Kate before about engagement rings, and I have looked them up as a joke. Kevin, buddy, yeah, buddy, the, you, you don't have to prove to any other viewers that this is happening. No, tonight I've mentioned it more than once, once, but in the past I've only mentioned it once. Speaking right, of also, guys, somebody put an APB out for Amanda because Kevin might be dead by the end of this episode. By, <laughs> after this episode's oh, over. Oh, she's gonna kill me when I go downstairs. <laughs> Kevin, please, I need a certain um, yes. Donald Sterling style hidden recorder somewhere on your body. Yeah, please record it for your safety. Attaboy. He's learning. I'm going to go get trashed at a bonfire. Yeah. All right, ladies and gents, that's <laughs> go enjoy the Super Bowl. Eat some wings. Yeah. Watch, enjoy the game uh, on Tuesday. Let us know your reactions. We're going to do an, a special edition Ask KB on Twitter. Let us know your reactions to the Super Bowl, what you thought of the game, the halftime show, if it's going to suck or it's going to be amazing, um, who who was the biggest uh, bust of the Super Bowl, whatever. Thank you for that big Oh, I knew he was going to say that. I hope to God we can get him on our pod eventually. Um, That's us for us. Have a great weekend. Drink a beer. Drink some whiskey. Enjoy it. Enjoy the game, boys.
Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Podcast Network.